A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Just the rest of us. We can make it if we try. Just the rest of us. I don't know the words, but I do know I love that song. And how is everybody doing? I'm your host. This and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, musical journalist. And I am happy to bring you fresh, original music from around the globe. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we start September with a troubadour, a magical troubadour taking the Americana world by storm. She's going to be one of the darlings at this upcoming Americana Fest in Nashville, Tennessee. We're talking about Madeline Hawthorne, ladies and gentlemen. Curly blonde locks, guitar in hand, firing her voice. She will remind you of uh, James Taylor. She will remind you of Joni Mitchell. And she will remind you of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. You are in for a surprise with Madeline Hawthorne. She is awesome. And she is in for a banner year. In 2021, she released a great, great album that we love very much called Boots. And she is about to release a new one. First single already out, Neon Wasteland which she will perform on the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, if you want to find out more about her, MadelineHawthorne.com, um, Americana Fest, she's going to be all over Nashville, get on the train, it's going places. If you're new to the show, due diligence, please, please click subscribe, give us a review, you know how those things do, 30 seconds and they help us quite a bit, but let's get on with it. Welcome to a new j Rock Concerts, the podcast, this is Madeline Hawthorne. Madeline Hawthorne, look at you. Hello. So first of all, we were talking off camera that your guitar got wet. Yeah. Is that not, and I'm not a musician, but does that not just hurt the instrument? I guess that kind of depends. I mean, this this guitar, which is made here in Bozeman, Montana, um, it's been on the road with me for probably the last seven years. And it's uh, it's been through a lot. So um, I was telling you that last night I was uh, recording my music video for my new song, Neon Wasteland. Right. We were in Livingston, Montana. Uh, it was probably like 9.30 or 10. And a rainstorm came in and we tried to play through. So my guitar got super wet. Um, but we ran under, um, we ran into a parking garage and I just wiped it off and I mean, we'll see how it sounds right now. I haven't played it since late last night, but uh, fingers crossed. They're they're pretty hardy, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love it, Madeline. And yeah, like you mentioned, the Wasteland. The, the the single's available now. It's a heck of a heck of a song from your upcoming album. Thank you. Congrats. The whole living in Montana thing because it's fascinating to me. And what I love about Madeline is you went out to Montana way before it was cool, like way before anyone I. <laughs> Because now it's like, oh. Way before Yellowstone was out. Hey, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> years before. I know people now are like, oh, Montana, the pandemic was the place to be. But, like, you've been on it from the beginning. How did you know Montana was the place for you, Madeline? You know, you were young. You didn't have as much momentum as you have now. Most stars would gravitate to a place like Nashville or L.A. What tells you inside, this is the place for me? 
oh, I followed a boy out here. That's what that's what got me out here. <laughs> um, and uh, and we're still together now. Um, so I, you know, I just I was drawn to the West. I wanted adventure. I lived uh, in a small town in uh, in New Hampshire. I just really needed something something different and um, fell in love with this boy and followed him out to to Bozeman and we've been here for the last 16 years um, just exploring and uh, building a, a life and a family out here and uh, I, I don't see myself leaving it's it's a really special place yeah you look so at peace like you look just like so at peace with yourself it, it, you radiate great energy by the way I gotta tell you oh, yeah. and, uh, at this boy that you mentioned your husband you know He's a man now. He's a man now. He grew. He grew. He grew from a from a young toddler that you that my life uh, followed him. Montana yeah. <laughs> turned him into a man. So, are you are you guys still traveling on tour when you go on tour? Um, he comes as much as possible. Um, we are leaving tomorrow to head up north to the Panhandle of Idaho, and we're playing. I'm playing um at a, a mountain resort up there. And the special part about this weekend and why he's coming is because it's our five-year wedding anniversary wow. on Friday. So, um, so we're making a special trip out of it. We're we're gonna sneak our dogs into the hotel. Don't tell Phil. Um, and we're gonna make we're gonna make a nice trip out of it. Um, so he comes when he can, and then other times um, he's got to stay home and and take care of the the house and the dogs and the garden and all the other stuff we've got going on. So, um, yeah. we, we try and make a, like a balance. It, it's tough being away from, from your partner, but, um, he's a, he's a tough cookie. He can handle it. So he's, you know, partner, tour manager, you know, all the things. We, okay. we uh, during our, the music video yesterday, he came and, and he was helping me with my, with my wardrobe and he's holding his speaker up so I could hear the song so I could sing along with it. I mean, yeah, he's, He's a real gem. It was. I'm. I'm glad that I followed him out here. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you followed him. Right. He's, he's making yeah. us all look like you know, like you know. We're <laughs> <laughs> like man. Spread. Yeah. We're like. I should probably pick up my bail. It's been accumulating for a month. And your husband is like, you know, racing a boy, got a rising star, like sweet mother. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, I digress, Madeline. Uh, and you're such a good singer. You're on top of your game. And you're also so good at doing covers, by the way. I mean, do you ever get intimidated at some of these songs? I mean, like when you cover Jason Isbell, who you opened up, yeah. for example. Cover yeah. To me, as a non-singer, like it seems like a tough task. Do you ever get intimidated with like these big songs? Um, You know, I, I connect with them more. And I feel like to cover someone else's song is, um, is honestly, I think it's a way to honor them. Um, there is some pressure to make sure that you want to get the words right and you want to get the feel right in case, hey, what if that person winds up hearing you play um, play their song? Um, but yeah, I, I see it more as a, as a way to honor the songwriter. Um, and I, I hope people cover my song someday. I think that'd be really cool. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Atlanta. You know, speaking of like, you know, just your trajectory, I mean, you've dabbled with your sister. Uh, as a bath in Hawthorne Woods before. Uh, the fact I was thinking about this, have you ever embraced the idea of having like a band full-time now, by the way? I mean, I've always wondered if being a solo artist, and I'm not an artist, this is just like thoughts that come to my head, versus <laughs> being 
it, it can just kind of like shift like the creative pressure. Like maybe when you're not in a, in a time of like creativity, you know what I mean? Like as a, as a creative that you are, how would you compare the two dynamics? Um, so I, I have a band and I actually really, I'm liking the balance that's happening right now where, um, I'm playing, I would say currently it feels like 75% of my shows with the band and then 25% solo. And that's a, that's a really nice mix. I do write all of the songs still. Um, but we'll see what happens in the future because um, sharing in that creative process can, um, it can result in some really great songs. Cause you know, all you have is, is what's here. Uh, when you share that with other people and bring other ideas in, it can be complicated, but you can also come up with some really great songs. So I'm trying to find that, that balance now with this new, um, ever since I went solo and, and left the Hawthorne Roots, I've just been trying to figure out what's the best combination um, to be able to to be creative and to be nimble and to move around and play as much as possible and um, and create as much as possible in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Makes total sense. Uh, and so, like, you know, this new song, you know, Wasteland, which is so damn good. I mean, you don't, the creative, you mentioned it. You don't have that sort of mindset where, it's like every day I'm going to sit down and force myself to write, right? Like, or is it like when life happens to you? Like, like yeah. what's your creative? Um, it changes. And I think it all depends on um, what's going on in my life. So when I'm on the road every day, I, I bring a journal with me and um, I'm not writing songs every day if I can't find that space. But I'm always trying to be paying attention to what's going on around me and get little notes or if somebody says something um, that what sounds like it could turn into a good song. I'm like, I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm taking that line. So, um, and then when I have breaks, I, I try and bring a lot of those ideas back. And so I kind of write in um, intensive periods of time. So, you know, I'll, I'll have some time off this fall and what I'll probably do is rent myself a cabin. Um, I've done this every year for the last three or four years um, and just go there by myself for two or three nights and um, just write as much as I can in that space without any contact from the outside world um, and then start to work on those songs, see which ones um, kind of sound like they might be worth editing. And uh, and then other times... Um, you know, if there's a song that comes pops into my head, I sit down and write it. So it's it's kind of a mix, but um, it's so far it seems to be working. So, um, so just I love that about the so so you get a cabin, probably yeah. no or cell phone signal, yeah, right. No kids, no husband, no right. iPads. Oh wow, that's that. Oh, interesting. And so it's almost like. Man, we should all do that. It's almost like like who is Madeline Hawthorne this year versus like last year. It's like a check in of you. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's a, it's a very cathartic experience, and sometimes it can it can be really challenging. But I think it's it's a good way to uh, to check in. So I highly recommend it. Um, just uh, bring all your food. Bring enough wine or whatever it is you need to get into the creative headspace and uh, just have at it. It's 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 fun. I'm gonna hit. Yeah. I of course my phone is like gonna die. 
that's that's the classic Montana thing is we're just out here in the country and we don't we don't make sure our stuff's working, but I think it should be good. <laughs> I get that. So this new album that you're making on like, you know, that that me always I'm gonna be part of. Tell me about it yeah. because Boots, it's such a wonderful collection, by the way. Like Joker, Rin it in. We had them on repeat the other day. We were like dancing with our pets, I mean for hours. Oh. It sounds it's like it sounds amazing, but just on this little sample of this new single, it sounds like you're kind of evolving sonically. Would that be accurate to say? Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah. Uh, Neon Wasteland feels like the next step in the progression since Boots. Um, and I, I, I love Boots. Boots is like, you know, such an important record to me because it was my first one that I made. Um, on my own and i think you know that album is part of the reason why i'm getting to sit here and talk to you right now which is so awesome and um, it's given me a lot of opportunity um including being able to use that to help me get to this next step of the second record and um i got to work with one of the same musicians from boots the same drummer who also recorded the record he was at the studio with me in Washington at Bear Creek Studios where we made this new record. Um, and the studio itself was phenomenal. They had incredible equipment. Um, it was a really great team that we got to work with. Um, Ryan Hadlock, the producer, did an incredible job. So I think having access to um, Ryan's producing skills, having access to that incredible studio and then I think myself, um, my I think my songwriting process changed. Um, I, maybe I yeah. used some different different tools or just went out writing the songs in a kind of different way that feels um, it feels still like like me, and it feels like a progression of boots. Like you can still still hear that element, the you know the songwriter, the folk, the um, the roots in the rock, but. Maybe has uh, I don't know, just a slightly different energy, and perhaps a more mature energy to it. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I dig I dig the taste, so for sure we can't wait for the new one. Well, by the way, I know mean, that uh, I know you have a a busy day ahead, and that you may play a song for us. But let me let me ask you, let me leave you with this. I mean, strong women are big influences in your musical career. Sheryl Crow, Bradley Carlisle, and I mean, in my opinion. Women are making some of the best, baddest music right now. I think you included. Thank you. One is like, yeah, no, absolutely. But like, one is your opinion because the Tennessee and the newspaper here recently released kind of an article. They listen to radio for like 24 straight hours and there's still all kinds of shit going on with like misogyny and music. Like, they will not yeah. play like two straight songs in the same hour, like ever. Stuff like that. Why do you think that that is? I know it's a heavy question, but. Everyone agrees that like Casey was Graves, everyone is like metal, you know, the best music is coming from females right now or the most impactful. And yet there seems to be like some sort of like barrier to the mainstream. Like, what are your thoughts on this? That's so interesting. And, um, you know, I, I can't tell you why. I mean, I'm not the one who, who makes those decisions as far as, yeah, why, why are we, why are we hearing uh, more than one female songwriter why are we hearing two of those songs in a row um maybe it's just taking the the big wigs in the industry a little bit longer to catch up than everybody else and maybe they should 
catch up a little bit faster because uh, there's so much good music coming from both men and women. So uh, let's let's hear it all. Um, yeah, I I wish that I wish that more um, more songs from women were played on the radio, um, and I, I think we we would hear a lot more variety. Like, um, but again, why did why do the decision makers uh, lean towards playing more of uh, male country music? I don't know, but I'm just out here trying to work hard, do my best, stay positive, and uh, promote promote more women in the music industry. You're like, Dad, Jamie, why did you have to leave with something simple like politics or? <laughs> you know what? But you're like, you're like such a profound artist that you know we we're interested in all your takes, not just uh, not just uh, you know, cabins in the woods. But anyway, sure. Um, Okay, so thank you for for uh, playing a song for us. What are you playing? And also remind us when you're playing in a very office. Okay, yeah, I'm so excited to come to Nashville and hang out. Um, I've got two sets on Thursday. My official showcase um, is Thursday, September 21st, and that is going to be at the Fine Spot in East Nashville, which I love hanging out in East Nashville. It's such a great, great community over there. So that's going to be at 7 o'clock. Um, and then we're doing a One Big Love music festival earlier that day. Um, and I I think just look up One Big Love Festival and all of the information will be there as far as location and what other artists are going to be playing. Um, and then I also have um, an acoustic set at John's house, um, spelled J-A-A-N. Um, and that sounds like it's going to be a really... Uh, really funky environment to play music. Um, and I would just look up John's house again, J-A-A-N. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, and that's going to be on Friday, the 20th. And then the rest of the time, I'm going to be listening to music and seeing how much Southern food I can eat before I leave and come back to Montana. <laughs> of I, oh my God. I love, you're going to be a very busy, a popular girl that week. So I'm sure we'll catch up on your sets, but thank you. Awesome. Cool. Well, I was thinking maybe I'll play I'll play Neon Wastelands for you. I was just working on that song last night um, in Livingston, shooting a music video for it. And the uh, yeah, I, I strongly encourage people to go and stream the, the full band version online. Um, playing it for you with my acoustic guitar and um and sitting in this room this is where i wrote the song this is where i write most of my songs um when i'm not in my little cabin and um yeah seems appropriate so this is neon wasteland and uh thanks again so much for having me Bones, tired mind, dead weight, sleep deprived, work three jobs, got no time. Picks up a picture not so long ago, looking at a girl but she don't even know.
all the trees quiet nights and gentle breeze now it's bright lights busy days always moving always working late friends back home they're getting hitched and having kids she said she needed more she didn't picture this everything is banging What a jam, by the way. <laughs> so good. And it's going to be so Thank good you. live. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you as well. Thanks again so much for having me. It's great um, great to chat about music. And, and I really appreciate you uh, sharing the new song and, and getting people excited for Nashville. Sounds like I'll be seeing you in a few weeks. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.